0: Do you like tacos? Let's taco about politics. Let's taco about things that really matter in America. You're listening to the Nacho Show podcast. Hello and welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. This is uh, Ignacio Valdez. Welcome to the Nacho Show here from the beautiful Ogden, Utah, I really wanted to snow, goodness gracious. <laughs> this uh, show is being brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media and also the Path Forward Utah. This show is also being sponsored by the Brickstone Potato, the Trump Tater Tater, and also Solidify Web. Let's build a website for you today. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Jamie Watman. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah, you're very welcome. Well, I mean it's it's been a, a very interesting week, and uh, I really would love to talk more about that. Um, <clears throat> and uh, also, I would like to talk uh, about um, all of the the rallies and activities that have been going on lately uh, with you. Um, uh, Jamie is a fantastic activist here in the state of utah and uh, well i mean that's what we're concentrating uh mostly in this show but i mean not not just the state of utah it's uh, uh conservatism you know uh, as a whole uh within the united states and uh, the things that are going on in our country and uh, also around the world i'm i still yet need to bring somebody in my show to talk about globalism and because i mean that's a very interesting topic you know uh Maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, not, uh, not, not a lot of people uh, really look at that, but I don't know. It's something that concerns me, um, y- you know, that uh, the United Nations really are, uh, are they really working on what they're supposed to work on, uh, you know, the peace of the world? Or are they working towards a central government? You know that that's something that really concerns me. You know, as a human being and as a as a U.S. citizen. So uh, <clears throat> those are things that I really, I really, uh, you know, Jamie. If you have anybody that that wants to talk about globalism, yeah, please do throw them my way. Yeah, you know,
1: you know I recently went to a uh, there's a group out here in Utah called Utah Parents United, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't claim to be an expert on it at all, um, but what they were talking about is they were talking about the different organizations in the world and how Mm -hmm. each of them are funded and then linked in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then they brought out um, actual quotes from their website talking about Uh the collective good. And collective good kind of sounds a little like the good of the whole (laughs) you know a little uh a little a
0: little communist
1: not yeah world order type feeling (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know and so there and so (laughs) you know you just get those um you learn those things when you show up to events um and that's kind Uh of how my activism started is just by showing up
0: great great can you well sorry i, I should have introduced you a, a, a lot more formally I, I do apologize uh and so so jimmy can you talk to us more about your background um uh, how and and when did you start your activism um uh, as far as uh, politics is concerned and yeah can you talk to us more about that
1: sure um i started in about 2016 i remember I remember driving in my car. I remember being upset about the state of the country. I wasn't really that political. You know, I just
0: mm-hmm. would
1: listen to people around me, and I was starting to hear, I don't know, just a little feeling of, like, things aren't really right. Yeah, <laughs> Things aren't going oh, yeah. the right way. But I don't know what to do because, you know, on Facebook, you just become this keyboard warrior. And <laughs> yeah. um, you feel like you're <laughs> not doing any good. And so I was listening to the radio, and it was Rod Arquette. And he said, are you tired of being a Facebook keyboard writer? And Mm -hmm. he was like, have you ever heard of the caucus system? And he said, a caucus system is where you go with your neighbors. It's all designated by, like, the area in which you live. You go Mm -hmm. and you ask somebody to please do their due diligence of vetting the candidates that are running. And... Mm -hmm. And then that's how the candidates are put on the ballot in November for the rest of Utah to vote on. So I found that interesting. I just went there by myself. I literally just looked it up on my phone, drove there, knew nobody, sat there, listened, and they um, elected me as a state delegate. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I showed up f- with 4,000 other people after I did the betting of my candidates. Um, I found myself in town halls with you know, uh, Mitt Romney and any candidate that's running uh Mike Mm -hmm. Kennedy was my favorite.
0: Yep, Um, mine too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And uh, you show up with 4,000 other people, and then you look around, and you're like, oh, my word, these 4,000 people, thank goodness, at least 4,000 people are doing their due diligence and researching the candidates so that when they're basically telling the rest of Utah, hey, we did our, our vetting, this is who we chose, and then Utah gets to decide. And nice. from then, I volunteer I volunteered to help credential people. And credentialing is when you uh, check people in, make sure they're valid and legit to be there. And mm-hmm. um, from there, the state I remember I met um, the chair that was running for Davis County, Daniela Harding, and uh, she she basically she won. She gave me a hug, and then a week later, she called me and said, "Hey, I heard you signed up to do credentialing. Would you like to be the county credentialing chair?" And then I just met people. Yeah, I just met people. (laughs) And um, by meeting people, I found myself getting involved more in the community when I would see Mm -hmm. people actually caring, showing up to rallies. Um, I just started showing up. And then now I find myself as the director of outreach and partnership with Blugs at Utah.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is fantastic. Yeah. Yep. That is, I still yet need to get those guys on the microphone on this show. So, oh. well,
1: I can, it's been I can quite make difficult. that
0: happen. Okay, <laughs> that that will be fantastic. Yeah, because for the longest time, I have been trying to uh, to see if I could get them here. So, but anyway, it, well, congratulations to you. Thank and you. Uh, um, this definitely is a historical day. And the reason yes. why is because is your first podcast.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So all of a sudden, I find myself on a podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is your but thank you so much for being here, Jamie. And um, <clears throat> so, so I've, I've seen your work, uh, and uh, I've seen uh, you know where where you have been out. Uh, not that I'm a stalker. I'm not a stalker, so please don't. <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen your you know your pictures on Facebook that that you've done and everything like that. Um, uh, we. Um we found each other at a uh, a rally uh well it, it was an activity here in in southern um southern uh, Ogden South Ogden uh, with uh, Natalie Klein and Eric mozos, uh, yeah. which you know both of them they have been in my show um, and i mean I, I feel very honored uh, to have them in my show because. Uh, Natalie Klein has uh, declined many, uh, um, interviews for KSL um, uh, in regards of uh, the Board of Education and uh, her opinions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, she accepted to, in, to do interviews with me, and she did it twice. So That's we did awesome. two episodes. So it, it is fantastic. And, and I really want, wanted to give her voice. And uh <clears throat> just the same thing that I, I told her and Eric, this show is a, a free wrench, free speech show. Okay. Yeah. Uh you can say whatever you want except for the F word. So Yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> that's kind of how I work. Nice. Okay, great. Well, um you've been in, in, in many rallies. Um and like I can mention I, I, I've seen your work and everything like that. Um, <clears throat> there are many things that are concerning uh, in our country, and uh, I really would love to talk to you more about about those those things and and the purpose of uh, of the activities and, and the rallies uh, which uh, you have been a part of. Um, there was one uh, um, when we uh, when we saw each other at, at the South Ogden activity. Um, you sent me a picture of. Uh, um, of an activity that you went on, and uh, there were some uh, satanist uh, yes. group that that were at the uh, Utah Capitol, um, and uh, they were a pro-abortion, right? And um, the, you know the the thing that makes me super pissed off is that those satanist groups they they are now uh getting into uh into the law and how i say it into the law is because they are proclaiming themselves to be a religious uh entity uh and also <clears throat> being um um, uh, joining the the really well, you know, taking advantage of the religious freedom acts that we have here uh, in in the USA and proclaim themselves as as that in order to gain followers and uh, proclaim Satan as a religion as well. Mm-hmm. So um, well, obviously, you know, I'm a Christian and you know obviously you know because of the picture that you see here behind me, he is the boss. Yes. Yes. So you know, our, uh, Jesus is the boss, and yes, yes. Uh, he will win, and he's winning, and uh, he is with us. And if, if he's with us, there's nobody that can stop us or defeat us. So, can you talk to us more about that rally, uh, so uh, everybody else can can understand more about um, uh, the evilness of, of that of that rally.
1: Yeah, so the reason I went up there is um, I was going to deliver some flyers for the Weekend Act event that I was part of that happened at the Salt Palace oh, yeah. in October. And nice.
0: well, we're gonna talk about that too. But anyway, yeah, sorry.
1: and I and I went. I was had to park all the way on the east, on the north side of the Capitol because there just there was another event and there wasn't a lot of parking. And I remember walking around the front and automatically just looking at the Capitol stairs and seeing hundreds and hundreds of Satanists with their signs chanting hell Satan and I was like wow okay wow. and I and I see look down and I hear this music in the distance and I look down to the bottom of mm-hmm. the stairs by the the street um, down south at the bottom of the stairs and I saw the American flags I saw the pro, the pro-life flags and I saw the and I heard the music and mm-hmm. I just immediately was drawn to that and I remember walking down there and the feeling that I got when I when I saw the, my people <laughs> and I saw the smiling faces talking um amongst themselves the the music trying to keep it a spirit a spirit of um happiness but also there to do a purpose and stand for something together. And mm-hmm. just the contrast, you know. And then I looked up to this Capitol stairs. I see the great and spacious building,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: the and the, the railing that came all the way down to the bottom where we mm-hmm. were. And I saw two horses come up there with um, medieval blankets laid across their backs with oh, satanic mm-hmm. symbols um, wow. rearing up. It was it was a feeling and a like it was like the i don't know like the closest to heaven that that I picture of heaven that I've re- revelation that I've received just being there mm-hmm. with my people and seeing that um with that said we did talk to some of them
0: oh um, really
1: yeah we did um, because did that that's
0: go?
1: you know that's something where it's like we have to have boundaries there, we have secular freedom.
0: Mm-hmm. We have
1: freedom of religion, right? There was a war in heaven. There's a war on earth. And then when it was when it was time, and it, we had two different of thoughts, um, mm-hmm. then there's then there's a time to stand up. But they just said we just want our secular freedom. Okay. It, but then when we have principles that we fight on, like when it comes to pro life issues, things like that, we as patriots stand up. But yeah, it was very different. But I found them, like, when you're talking with them, they weren't, like, screaming in your faces and everything like that. So Mm -hmm. it was just different. Both sides were very respectful of one another, but it was definitely different.
0: Yeah, that's something that that I noticed. Um, And, yeah, what they stand for is definitely wrong. Um, You know, obviously, you know, uh, us as Christians, we all do make mistakes because that's, you know, that's our nature as as human beings however you can definitely tell the difference these guys are i don't think well they i I don't know how how to explain this but i I don't know if they're getting paid to to do this
1: no there was Um, a conference it was a conference mm -hmm. from the western side that Uh they finally could meet so they weren't all Utah's that made me feel better too
0: (laughs) right Yeah. yeah and yeah, I mean, I mean, you can definitely tell, I mean, these guys these guys are who they say they are, you know, without being fake like Antifa and and Black Lives Matter, you know, both of them are terrorist um uh, terrorist organization and like you know, and I'm saying this very openly, you know, they get paid to go and loot and destroy. I know that Satan does that a lot, but Satan is a lot more deceitful and uh, very sneaky. And I'm gonna tell you one thing that I'm also mentioning in other episodes. Mm-hmm. There's a scripture that uh, there's a scripture that says, "Be ye like snakes," uh, and I'm, I'm, I kind of like forgot about it. But I mean, be like be wise as, as the snakes. So and that and that's how Satan, because he's a snake and uh, he he is deceitful, he is uh, seduceful, and uh, he is gonna do things calmly.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, th- that's how how he is, and and obviously it doesn't surprise me that these guys were were not yelling and screaming at you all over the place. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they they were proclaiming their their gospel or their word or whatever it is obviously in in a peaceful matter, manner uh or in in a way that uh characterize them and i've seen also on youtube some um, satanist groups that they they would just go and stand and uh, i mean uh, they they're not um you know screaming and yelling Um, so, but anyway, uh, it doesn't surprise me. No, but uh,
1: one, but one thing is, uh, is by being involved Uh and, and, uh, and staying on top of things, you're able to kind of combat certain things. Uh-huh. Um, when it comes, when it comes to that, when, when it comes to those things, because if we stay asleep, you know, it is, it is yep. deceitful. It is slow. It's just a, it's just a turtle, they say, you know, and then all of a sudden you realize it's a big snapping turtle mm-hmm. and you're like, uh, I was asleep this whole time. And then I woke up and what happened? How did we get here? And I think that's how a lot of us are feeling about, about mm-hmm. a lot of things. Um, especially during COVID, I think a, pe- a lot of people were just like, waking up and looking around and they quit taking pictures of their food and like, huh, something's (laughs) not quite feeling right here. And so I think that's kind of how it all started.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what else, what else were they uh, talking about whenever uh, you had the encounter with, uh, with the Satanist group? So they just wanted uh, freedom of secular education. Did they talk about any other, any other topic that, that they were like fighting for.
1: Um, they were pro-abortion. You know, they de- wow. they definitely were pro-abortion. So you know, you get into those conversations, and it was um, it was really awesome. L- watching um, Deanna Holland, you know, and talking with them um Mm -hmm. and 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 those that are the experts on on that subject besides Uh of how we feel you know they're going into details and just trying to reach some of them and they were going back and forth but they were going back and forth you know there wasn't Mm -hmm. a whole lot of um negative confrontation they were just really trying to understand one another and i and i think that's totally what we're missing (laughs) is talking to one another
0: so you, so you think? <clears throat> I mean, this is definitely different. So, so you, you think it, it is a lot easier to uh, get to, to an understanding with them uh, other than Antifa and, um, oh, yeah. and, and other groups.
1: At least in this circumstance and, in setting, it was. Oh wow! I'm not saying that's how it would always be. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't try to go out and. Uh, have conversations with Antifa, you know, I haven't really had a lot of experience with that. So
0: <laughs> but I have seen
1: them. Well, yeah.
0: the, the only conversa- conversation that I will have with Antifa would be with my fists. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not afraid uh, to say that. And, and, and I'll do it. I mean, if I have to, you know, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just speaking for myself here um, yeah. because I, I just don't, uh, they don't stand for anything. Uh, one thing uh, that the the left has is that well they're called antifa because they're per se they're called anti-fascists. Uh, so we, under- we understand by fascism is that fascism is I am going to silence you because I don't agree with you. Uh, a fascist will cancel you. Uh, a fascist will proclaim that. Uh, what they're talking about is better than what you got going on and they will um yeah they will throw you away and they will shut you up because of yeah. that so re- literally they're the ones that are fascists yeah
1: um you it's know it's funny how they can't see that
0: exactly so so that's that's the hypocrisy of the left and uh, and and like I said and they, they want to do it by the force and they are the Democrat part, Democrat party's uh, uh, little soldier puppets. And, yeah. uh, um, and one thing you know that I always say to, to everybody is that I am going to stand with you, Jamie, shoulder to shoulder, and along with other patriots uh, here in the state of Utah and throughout the United States to protect. Yeah. The Constitution of the United States. So help me God. And that's one thing that that I did when uh when I raised my hand to the square before a judge when I received my US US, US citizenship.
1: Yes.
0: That I will do that. Uh and that I will protect the Constitution of the United States against enemies foreign and domestic. Right. And uh, that's not just uh, because I became a citizen, you know, my heart has been red, white and blue for many, many years before, and uh, gosh, um, and I'm really, I'm taking, you know, my, my calling seriously here.
1: Yeah.
0: And we uh, don't look
1: for it. We don't look for trouble, you know, to go out and uh, just fight on people. But when it's time to stand, we definitely do stand shoulder to shoulder um, and defend what's ours and what's important.
0: Exactly, and one of those things that my producer uh, Brian uh, and I we, we talked to uh, several episodes ago is that it's not just looking for trouble or shoot anybody or you know wh- whatever. Yeah, it, it is more about standing your ground. Yeah. and uh, proclaim truth and uh, defend ourselves mm-hmm. uh, from the enemies. And that's the only thing that, that we're doing. You know, we don't want to kill anybody. We don't, you know, we're not that way. We just want to defend what is right. Exactly. And, uh, and obviously, if uh, a foreign enemy or domestic enemy, uh, they, they cross the lines, then yeah, I mean, we will definitely take action one way or the other. Um, uh, but I mean, it's not it's not about looking for trouble. That's for sure. That's for sure. And uh, a lot of people misinterpret that, you know, with what happened uh, at the White House, Um, Antifa being uh, disguised as patriots, uh, which they're not patriots. But anyway. All right. Well, when we come back, we will go ahead and talk about more about the rallies and activities in the state of Utah with Jamie Wadman. Remember, this is the Nature Show, and this show is being brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media and also the Path Forward Utah. Remember, go to my website, www.thenatureshow.com, and listen to all the episodes today, and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to the Natural Show. This is uh, Ignacio Valdez from the beautiful Ogden, Utah. And remember, this website—this website, uh, website sorry—this <laughs> uh, show is being brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media and the Path Forward Utah. And uh, this also is being sponsored by the Brixton Potato, the Trump Tater Tater, and also Solidify Web. Let's bring a website for you today. Don't forget to go to my website, uh, www.thenachoshow.com, for all of the information, so you can listen to all my episodes there, too. And uh, today we have our my dear friend, Jamie Watman and uh, a fantastic activist here in the state of Utah. Terrific person. Uh, awesome. Awesome person. And I, I admire her for what, he, what she has been doing, and, and uh, it is definitely an honor and a pleasure to have her here, so... Uh, All right, Jamie, well, um, since this is your first podcast, um, I'm going to let you uh, take the floor. And we want to discuss a few things, and and we have been talking about right now um, uh, uh, about local activities and rallies and uh, community involvement, and uh, you mentioned that... that, um, uh, you are part of uh, the leadership of the, of the Blexit mm-hmm. um, uh, movement uh, here in the state of Utah. Uh, can you, can, let's go and talk more about that. Um, so how, how did you get involved in Blexit?
1: Well, um, you mentioned Path Forward Utah. Um, Jamie Renda and I, we met at a, one of the, um, I believe it was the vice presidential rally uh-huh. that I helped um, coordinate outside. And we, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we met, and I mean, the the vice presidential rally, the one that we I helped organize, it wasn't about a counter to um, anything. It was it was about being a second voice, um, uh-huh. c- celebrating the fact that Utah um, was chosen to host the vice presidential rally, uh-huh. and to be out there to make sure that we were welcoming when people came in. Yeah. Um, and when I met her, you know, I just. I, then I started another event and another event and we just found that we had a lot in common. Um, how it really, where how my passion turned, uh, I don't know, turned really towards Blexit because I was involved in a whole bunch of different things, kind of trying mm-hmm. to find out where my um, passion was going to lie or where it was the best fit for me is um, my mm-hmm. my kids are half black and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was so hard during the black, when the when the rally the black lives matter protests and rallies were happening because you mm-hmm. know my kids they were they were teens and they came home and they said mom are you trying to tell me that every single news station every single like music that i listen to the movies that we watch um, mm-hmm. all of them are wrong except for you based on your logic and oh, wow. um I remember taking him. Um, I I helped with this uh, Trumps and Patriots um, against racism. Uh huh. Because that was being it was being pushed so much, and you know my kids knows that's not the case. But I also knew that that wasn't the case for the majority of my friends um, that I know. And so I remember driving, and my daughter was in the car, and you know Black Lives Matter was coming this way, and and then the Patriots were going this way. And I remember um, going to the meeting point where we were all at and the mm-hmm. speeches that were happening. And my daughter looked at me and she was like, Mom, they're not saying or doing any of the things that mm-hmm. um, they're saying that are being done at these rallies and who you mm-hmm. guys are. And, um, and she just started to open her mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost I lost. Um, a few really, well, maybe not lost, but it's very distant now of like re- friendships, like a lot of us have 20 uh-huh. um, year relationships that wow. were lost. And, and the one thing that I, I was trying to help them understand, cause they're like, Jamie, how can you be our friend for 20 years? And all of a sudden you're hanging out with, you know, freedom loving people that it, we, you know, we see as racists or <laughs> that, um, uh-huh. and you're supporting this and how, and how can you be that way and where did you go? And so I, the best way that I explained that to them is if we were back in the 60s, where, what do you think that I yeah. would have done, you guys, my friends? What do you think that I would have done? And I said, so would you say that I'm racist because I went with Martin Luther King versus the Black Panther Party? Mm-hmm. Both of them were fighting for the same thing but with two different methods and ways to get there. Yeah. So, your policies that your Black Lives Matter aligns with. This is a, it's really simple for me. The policies that Black Lives Matter align with are not the way that like maybe uh that I see that yeah. that the we would be better as a whole. And so, I just said I am just cho- I'm just choosing the Martin Luther King way where you're choosing a different way but we're still fighting for the exact same thing your the black lives matter movement it it's on their website where it specifically says that this found this found uh the fundraising arm in which we fundraise through is only for progressives and um democrat policies so like they they fund so why would i support something that doesn't align with a line instead go back to my i don't even want to say my party because like i it's just my policies. And if one of the mm-hmm. sides ends up aligning with my policies more um, and what I believe in, that's where I'm going to go. And if it's if things are wrong, then mm-hmm. I'm going to fix it and I'm going to talk about it. We, we don't – I think that's one thing that we've had a problem with is we don't really talk about it enough. And so yeah. that's how I found myself, um, you know, with Jamie. It's always been her passion. Um, yeah. And um, – all of a sudden that she is actually the assistant state director to plugs at Utah. Um, so that's kind of where that, how that happened.
0: Great. So who's the director? Jonathan Hardy. Jonathan Hardy. Okay.
1: Yeah. Very Uh, strong voice here in Utah.
0: That's fantastic. Very strong. That's fantastic. And uh, which takes me to the next, well, it's just a quick question, but I want to keep talking more about uh, the community involvement and I am so grateful very, very grateful for you, because you really are going Thank out you. there and doing your activism, you're showing up, and this is what we need and okay. i feel uh, I feel that uh there's people out there that are fighting for our freedoms um mm-hmm. and and this is my way to uh, to do activism, you know, through, through my podcast. Um, yeah. And cause you know, I'm, I'm a father of three kids and uh, you know, I have a family to feed and things like that. So, you know, you know, yeah. my time is a little, you know uh, but I mean, this is my way to, to do it. And uh, I feel that I can reach out to many uh, by doing this. So absolutely. Um, and uh, guess what? The natural show has actually reached Germany.
1: That's wonderful.
0: Yeah. That that's really, wonderful. really cool. Yeah, within my matrix and I discuss about that, but anyway, so, so yeah, I mean, <clears throat> very grateful that, that you're doing this. So um, there was also, um, uh, well, I, I, I just have many questions and this will take us like hours, but <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about more about the community involvement. There was a really nice, um a gathering um that happened a couple of weeks ago and it was called the the Week in act. Um, Tina Horlocker uh was here in my show and we talked about this uh, um uh, gathering and uh and I've been following it and unfortunately I was not able to be there. Uh but but yeah talk to us more about it. What was it and uh, um what type of development was there in that?
1: So, my favorite thing about the We Can Act event was um, from the my starting of getting involved in um, these rallies happening, um, really, when people would say, why are you guys doing these rallies? I mean, you're just preaching to the choir. And I would look <laughs> at him and I would say, you know what, I'm going to disagree with you there. Because how I saw the rallies is a gathering, a gathering of people, and when I, w- I started walking around to different people at these rallies, and I'd ask them, what, do you, what brought you out here today? And a lot of times in a, sometimes different variations, the answer they would give me is they said, I don't know what, what to do. I know why I'm here. You know the why I'm here? I just don't know what to do or how to get involved, and so by showing up here today, I feel like I'm doing something. So the preaching to the choir comment, I said, no, we are gathering our, I guess I could say congregations of people of citizens. And then we're teaching and we're teaching mm-hmm. how to get involved. And, and we're, and we've got the education, um, Patriot groups or just groups. You've got the, you know, um, Blexit. you've got log cabin Republicans, -hmm. Um, You've got the Eric Moutsos, and sometimes I think um, I don't know. Sometimes I think that those groups are sometimes uh, sometimes we um, fight against ourselves amongst ourselves instead of actually coming together. But for the most part, I think after we kind of like got through the last couple years, I think now we're actually really coming together. And what I loved about um, the Weekend Act event is. A lot of people think that that was a show that's traveling the country and they decided to stop in Utah, but it wasn't. It was patriots, that Americans, citizens, they came together. They volu- a lot of that was volunteer. I mm-hmm. mean, most of all of it was volunteering. And yeah. the grassroots citizens just got on the phone and said, hey, we're having an event. Would you like to come? General Finn's, Flynn says yeah I'd love to come. And it was nice. just everyday grassroots people that pulled that off and and made that happen and I looked around I was like this what this is what can happen when the people actually get involved. And it
0: was mm-hmm. it was beautiful. So That is love fantastic. That about it. So uh, how many people attended though?
1: Well, the first, the second day when we um, had sold the tickets, we were about up to 2000, uh, almost 2,000, um, mm-hmm. but then we had people that were coming in, and they were purchasing, they, they heard about it, and they're like, well, there's an online option, so then they were watching online. Yeah. Um, of course, the media, Salt Tribune, they came, and they took a picture <laughs> when it was half empty. I have pictures where the whole thing was almost full. Yeah. Um, we ha I specifically was the one that asked how many seats we had, so I knew I know that we had um i think about three thousand twenty seven hundred seats nice. is what I was told um and then we had seventy different booth vendors, some were the our local uh nonprofit mm-hmm. um, groups, but we had vendors that were there and it was really great so I would say around probably twenty seven hundred
0: Wow, that is fantastic. 3, Yeah, when I was reading on Facebook about, uh, you know, the Salt Lake Tribune being, uh, uh,
1: you
0: know, I mean, uh, I knew that these guys were like um, lying uh, about the event. Uh, The event event was freaking awesome. I saw the pictures that you posted and others posted. And uh, yeah, I did not appreciate uh, the the dumb Salt Lake Tribune uh, for being... Uh, for uh, proclaiming their lip hearted opinions about uh, a patriotic event, and that they should be respectful, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that that's what pisses me off, you know that they they're so fascist that right. you know they they don't they don't like what, what they're not being respectful of what we do. But then when they do something, and then when we comment about it, they're like, oh, yeah. you're being disrespectful." So I'm like yeah
1: it's almost like you're not allowed to have a second opinion. Um yeah. that there was doctors that were presenting up there and you know mm-hmm. and there is actually doctors there that had the vaccine and you know it but it, the, these are doctors that were shut down on social media. I mean they were uh-huh. really well known and liked before. Um and it's like, what happened to when you get sick and you want a second opinion? I mean, and it wasn't all about that. A lot of it was community involvement, um, talking about mm-hmm. why it's important to get involved. Um so yeah, that's kind of what I how I how I saw that and some people are like, "Oh, that's too tribal." And I'm like, it True. really it it really I really yeah, that that did come about. Um yeah. That was said, but I just was like, you know, no, it's about having a second opinion. That's all it is. True. And letting people hear other points of view because it seems like on the TV we're only allowed to hear one.
0: You know, exactly. so yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely are the other opinion, and we'll stand by it. And yeah, we cannot. Jamie, please never, ever, never, ever, ever, put your guard down. Please don't. Never. do. I
1: won't. But I, it's um sometimes you f- it's overwhelming because you feel like there there's so much to do, and yeah. and you can't be an expert in everything. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like, gosh, if I could just clone, you know, <laughs> just have a few more, four of <laughs> me's because it, it does get overwhelming. But that that is honestly, um, with Blegs that I'm the director of outreach and partnership, uh-huh. um, I it's just because I network with people and I try to get people involved. Um, mm-hmm. That is my passion is nice. people getting involved because not everybody um, is supposed to go run for office people feel like oh i don't know anything about that subject i tell people just show up Mm -hmm. like i did at my first meeting just show up it's line upon line precept on precept and then you just start to feel like where you can do the most good Mm -hmm. um what i i don't know it's around christmas time so i'll bring bring this up my one of my favorite um stories was the um battle of trenton okay. um on december 26th and i remember we went from 20,000 soldiers um down to i believe it was 2500 that we had left and then no 3500 troops were left and then in a few weeks the people that enlisted their their contract was com- going coming up and they were going to leave as well and Washington was wondering how am I going to do this so he got people in their bo- on, in their boats um, they marched in the middle of the night with blizzards that were just blazing I mean it f- almost felt like well, well we tried We're we're gonna we're done you know like there's not much hope here
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they decided to row across the river well do you ever hear about the rowers that rode the people across the river and rode the ammunition over so that we won that battle. You don't. Oh. Uh-huh. So not everybody is yeah. a, a leader and a soldier, but there are people behind the scenes, the people that get involved. Um, and that's how it battles are won. That's how we save our our country, is we actually get involved. and. When people, when we're not sitting there in our schools and teaching about our constitution and just pounding it in that what a republic is, it's like, okay, you can give the definition of a republic, but yeah. really grasping it that a republic is only successful by the active involvement of its citizenry.
0: Yeah, and that means
1: that we only will succeed if people are involved, learning and showing up. And then my biggest thing now that I've learned, and these are like when you ca- talk about precept on precept, there's
0: mm-hmm. light
1: bulbs that go off. Sure. And you see these these politicians, and I don't even call them politicians anymore, that are rising and running for office. We've got Jason Preston that's running in our uh, District 1, District 3 against mm-hmm. John Curtis. You've got different people that are rising up. People are standing. And people used to think that it's just okay to show up and vote and get your sticker. <laughs> but we're not we're not following these leaders and seeing how they're voting we're just voting on um, party line but not mm-hmm. only that like when these people are i don't call them politicians I call them leaders and warriors because they're really being sent into like the belly of a really um, contentious time in our country and for us not to be involved to not only hold them accountable mm-hmm. but to also support them right when these politicians go to fight for and represent us is what a republic is is representing the people and Mm -hmm. they don't have people calling in they don't have people showing up to Mm -hmm. um on certain subjects or writing letters they need to be able to go and fight and show other elected representatives like i've got a power of an army behind me that want me to vote this way because this is how they feel um Uh we're not supporting them and so when they step down like Steve Christensen had to, there was, you know, where where's the support for our representatives if they're fighting for things that we believe that are important to be fought for? Um, uh-huh. We need to have more public involvement. It is that important. And that's the only way, honestly, that's the only way that we're going to save our country is if we all get involved in some way, shape or form. It doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. my kids are older. I can be extremely involved and have it be my, majority of my life um (laughs) but everybody can do their part just like you are everybody can at least be an informed voter it is so easy to listen when the legislation session comes up in january i really want to challenge everybody to go online when they know it's open go to le.utah.gov there's a calendar look at the calendar it's so simple what is on the calendar that day that is important to you that you just want to hear about? and Listen, you can click mm-hmm. click the listen live button, and you're actually hearing how your representatives are voting. You're feeling, hearing their thoughts. You're hear, hearing the arguments, both left and right, um, uh-huh. and that's just if that's all you can do to at least be an informed voter. That's really what is needed in our country today.
0: One hundred percent, I agree with you on that. Um, and you know i I really wanted to to get involved one way or another you know yes. i'm I'm a very busy guy too you know mm-hmm. i did I do have my my of responsibilities course. but i i mean i don't uh you know i I promised like i said um I raised my hand to the square before a judge yeah. um and I really am taking that oath of allegiance to the United States very seriously and uh, oh. um i i, I lean uh, against the Constitution and my, um, my perspectives um, towards conservatism uh, they, they are aligned with that with, with that Constitution. so yes uh, so kudos to you, Jamie uh, and, yes, and, and what you you've too. been doing. Um, I appreciate that and I will I will keep it going. I know that there, I can do so much. But uh, just uh, think about it. If, if, you, if you stay in, in the path, in your path of what you're doing, I know it, it may feel overwhelming, um, you know, at times, but if you, if you keep working the same way that you have, then it will bring success no matter what it is. So, oh, and that's what I have experienced myself, and I'm doing it and doing it, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna keep doing so. Um, I think um, I'm gonna start a, uh, a YouTube channel in the beginning of the year, uh, seeing you know the, uh, the success that I've been having with my podcast. So, I want to bring it live, I want to bring it, you know, I want to get a yeah. camera going and. And see where he takes me.
1: (laughs) Well, you're reaching thousands and you are the people that are involved. You're helping spread their voice so that we can, you know, like you said, even if we get tired, if my only success is that I helped get the public involved so that we can save our country, um, that is going to be a great reward for my efforts. And I know that you feel the same.
0: Oh, yeah. So. 100 percent 100 percent. so I, I still need yet to talk to you uh, like a lot about crt and what's going yeah. on uh yesterday my wife and i we received a text message from the school principal about a survey about uh our kids being involved with other races um and and uh, there were some questions in there that that were really concerning to me. And, and I told my wife, you know what? You know, I, I am Mexican-American. You know, I'm yeah. a minority, but I cons- I consider myself not a minority. And the reason why is because I'm an American. Mm-hmm. I became an American and I am in the culture of the of the United States. So yeah, uh, may- yeah maybe I'm uh, maybe a minority because of my color of my skin, but I don't care about that. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, I expect to be treated just the same way as, you yeah. know, somebody that was born here. Absolutely. Um, uh, and, and, I mean, it's, it's definitely cool that somebody approaches to you and asks you about your background and your yeah. culture and, and, and enjoy the foods and, and uh, who, who doesn't like Mexican food? Yeah. Hello. I
1: know. <laughs> I know.
0: I, so I am I, so
1: tired of the word. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired of the word, um, Color and the uh, in, in in the meaning that uh-huh. being divided by our color yeah. because um, John Harvey he always uh, says I am a, an American who happens mm-hmm. to be black um, yeah. I'm an American who happens to be white yeah. and and the thing is with with critical race theory I believe in teaching the good and the ugly
0: yeah
1: so that it's never repeated. I it needs to be taught in a way that doesn't internalize the hatred or inferior Exactly. yeah and we have a lot of work exactly of teaching that we need to do
0: all right well thank you so much thank you so much Jamie I appreciate it and uh, we'll see you guys next time